And so Maxwell Maltz went on to say, it's no exaggeration to say that every human being is hypnotized to some extent, either by ideas he has uncritically accepted from others or ideas he has repeated to himself and convinced himself to be true. We all are hypnotized, but we don't know we're hypnotized. That's Vishen Lakiani, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today as we close out this week's talks by entrepreneur, author, and founder of Mind Valley, Vishen Lakiani. And today he is here to discuss the power of our mind and how our beliefs shape our realities. Here's Vishen Lakiani. Enjoy. So we grow in terms of transformational theory through two things. We grow by shifting our models of reality. So our models are what we believe about the world. So somebody who believes that the world is painful and tough will experience a world that's painful and tough. You believe in a world of abundance, you will experience abundance. Now, If you think about your mind as a computer, computers have hardware and software. So this is one of the early Macintosh computers, hardware and software. Your models of reality are like your hardware. Your systems for living are like your software. So what are systems for living? It's your diet, it's what you eat, it's maybe your sleep ritual, it is what you learn culturally in terms of raising your child. It's the exercise routine that you do. It's your procedure for kickstarting your day when you get to work. These are all systems that you learn. Many people focus on systems. So we go to a gym, we take yoga classes, all of these are systems. The systems, however, are the software of your being. We forget to look at the hardware. The hardware is what actually causes the change. So let me give you an example. This is Jim Quick. So when Jim Quick gets on stage and he gives you a new model of reality, when Jim Quick says creativity is something you is not something you have, it's something you do, he's working on your hardware. He's giving you a new belief about creativity. That is a model of reality. When Marissa Peer hypnotizes someone, she's implanting in them a new belief that is a hardware shift. So just like in old computers, you can take out a hard drive that maybe is too small and put in a more powerful hard drive. You can take out beliefs that don't serve you and put in healthier beliefs. Now, let's talk about systems. When Jim Quick does his squatting thing, that's a system. It's a practice. When you study yoga, when you do 10X, when you take up WildFit, all of these are systems. Systems are habits, but models of reality are beliefs. So... Going back to the analogy of the computer, what we are seeking to do is to continually upgrade your computer, to go from an early Mac to a modern Mac. But to do this, it's not just about the software. It's not about the apps you install, the yoga class that you do, or the, the 
um, the diet that you take on. It is about what are your fundamental ideas about the world that you believe and are convinced are true. If you change that, that is the most important trigger for transformation. And if you want, any of you guys heard of this book, Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz? This book was written in the 80s. And uh, my dad's in the audience. This was one of the books that I found on my dad's bookshelf that completely changed my life. So Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon. And he found that when he gave someone a nose job, he changed even the slightest thing about their appearance that their friends didn't notice. So he would adjust something about a person's nose. Even their friends or their mother wouldn't notice. But they would feel different. And all of a sudden, they would start getting promotions in their career. All of a sudden, they would start dating the person of their dreams. What exactly was going on? So Maxwell Maltz went on to say, it's no exaggeration to say that every human being is hypnotized to some extent, either by ideas he has uncritically accepted from others or ideas he has repeated to himself and convinced himself to be true. We all are hypnotized, but we don't know we're hypnotized. So here's another really fascinating study. Now, this one was really intriguing. How many of you here slap on cologne or perfume when you go out? Okay, great. The people who raise their hands, those of you who are not raising your hands, sniff them. See how good they smell. Like, learn from them. So the, the rest of you smelly buggers might want to consider learning a new system, spraying on cologne. Okay, so spraying on cologne is a system but there's an interesting belief associated with that as well. And it turns out that the belief is more powerful than the system. So in this study, they took men, and they had men walk into a room and stand in front of a camera and just introduce themselves. Now, these, cam these men who were introducing themselves in the camera, they were being shown on video to women, and women had to rate the men in order of attractiveness. Now, they did one little twist. There were certain men who, as they walked into the room, they were asked, they were given a really expensive cologne, and they are saying, spray this on. This is so good. Look at this brand. Just spray this cologne on. It'll make you feel good. Now, it turns out that the man who had sprayed on the cologne on camera was shown, were deemed to be more attractive by women. It's as if spraying on the cologne gave them a new identity of attractiveness. The women were watching this on a, on a screen. They could not smell the men, but the men felt different when they sprayed on cologne. How many of you here feel different when you spray on cologne or perfume? How many of you here feel different when you wear a suit? This is why I wear suits. I just found that I perform better when I'm training or in a business setting when I wear suits. These little things change our beliefs, even though someone may not be able to smell your cologne. There are subtle things that you're doing differently that cause them to deem you as more attractive. The belief, however, the model of reality is more powerful than the actual system, which is the act of spraying on. So anyone of you read the book Sapiens by Yuval Hariri? Yuval says the difference between us and animals is that human babies are like molten glass. They can be molded and shaped into anything. This is why a child can grow up to be a peacemaker or a warmonger, a Buddhist or a Christian or a Muslim, rich or poor. We shape our little baby humans with beliefs from the time they are young. And many of you are carrying the beliefs that were implanted in you by your parents from as early as being in the womb. So here's another crazy study, fit hotel mates. So in this study, 
The researchers were wondering why is it that so many hotel maids in the United States are clinically obese and have really bad health, even though if you actually look at their job, they are running up and down stairs, they are flipping over mattresses, they are vacuuming, they are actually taking 10,000 steps a day. So they created this fake research project. They interviewed the maids, and they were just the the hypothesis of the project is that. As far as the maids thought, is that these researchers wanted to measure their health and well-being for insurance. But at the end of asking these maids questions, the researcher said this: "Wow, Matilda, did you know that based on what you're telling me, you are walking 10,000 steps a day? And doctors say that is really good. You must feel so healthy. You are doing such great things for your body. That's it. Now, one month later, they go back and they." Check the maids and their health biomarkers. All the maids who were given that statement were suddenly healthier. You see, these maids in their mind never saw vacuuming or walking upstairs or hurling or making a bed as exercise. But when the researcher told them to see it as exercise, all of a sudden their bodies responded. So it turns out it's not even the exercise you do. It's do you perceive what you do as exercise? Now, this is not an excuse to say I'm going to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day, and the act of chewing that sandwich is exercise. There are limitations, right? But if you tell yourself that as I walk, as I pace, I, I take calls from home, as I pace, and I'm on on my AirPods in a meeting, I am giving my body the exercise it needs. Your body will respond. Now, it turns out. That it doesn't. Your beliefs don't just affect you; they will affect everyone around you. Remember that story of how men became more attractive, even on camera when they spray on cologne. Same thing is true for a woman when she does her hair or when she puts something on. But it, your beliefs affect other people. What you believe about someone else will affect how they show up to you. If you believe your partner is lazy. He, is, he or she is more likely to be lazy. If you believe something about your child, they are more likely to reflect that. This is really weird. 1968 Pygmalion effect experiment. So what happened is they lied to teachers. They told teachers that Tom, Ali, and Sarah in their class were gifted students. That they had aced this incredible exam on IQ, and they told the teachers, "You are not allowed to teach to treat them any differently." You're not allowed to tell them that they are gifted. Just know that they are gifted. At the end of the academic year, Tom, Ali, and Sarah scored grades way higher than all of the other students. Something about the teacher's expectation of the child actually influenced the child. What does this tell you about how you see your kids, even how you see your boyfriend and girlfriend? How you expect someone to respond, what you expect of people, literally creates them. Your mind is creating everything about the world around you. Every relationship around you is also being created around by your mind. In fact, the people around you can be elevated by your mind, or they can be pulled down. That is how powerful your mind is. Big thanks to Vishen Lakhiani for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, vishen.com. That is also his Instagram, and his YouTube is Mind Valley. And his latest book is entitled. The Six Phase Meditation Method: The Proven Technique to Supercharge Your Mind, Manifest Your Goals, and Make Magic in Minutes a Day. And I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled "Master Your Mind with These Seven Powerful Mental Models." Vishen Lakiani.
And if you'd like to hear more from Vishen Lakhiani, you can go to our previous episode section and look at all the past episodes that he's been featured on the show. And the most popular of those is episode 327. And I'll have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. And don't forget to follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify podcast. I really appreciate you taking out the time to do that. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.